Mic check, mic check. Yeah, perfect. Oh, hold up. Sorry, we got to get. Is it too close to me? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Definitely trying to get my my guests all stuff. And I just told her. I see what you're doing here. Yeah. A little. Yeah, I, I, a little loosey goosey. I, I told her that I don't um, hijack my guests, and that's exactly what we're doing here. You don't have to sip on it, but you could just toast it because we're going to use it for that, okay? Okay. Cool. I've actually never had a Heineken? Nope. Oh, sweet. Bonk. First time for everything. <laughs> yeah, we're going to cash it on camera, okay? Okay. <laughs> Where's my number one? Right here, right? Yeah, Okay, cool. Bonk. All right. Let's do this. Okay, cool. All right. SQR Podcast, Score Rosenberg. Tonight is an epic, epic podcast, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You know, as you know, the, the podcast, you know, SQR Podcast, we're designed to educate, entertain, and encourage. And we do that through fascinating stories from fascinating people. And the energy that's sitting across from me, and I use the word energy because I realized recently we're not our minds, we're not our body, we're this force. Miss Christine Pierda. Did I get that right? You did. Just no. Christina, but yes. Okay. Christina Piedra. You got the hard part right. Boom, which is the last <laughs> name. And I wanted to master that when we were you talking did. earlier. It is such an honor and pleasure to have you across from me. Can Thank we lift you. up these bottles from my sponsor, Heineken yes. Toast? Cheers. And have a just quick taste. Mmm. The most refreshing beer ever brewed. And your thoughts? You ever had a beer before? Um, I'm, I don't really drink beer, so uh, yes. And it's green. My favorite color. <laughs> Toast to that. <laughs> Toast to that. that. Big shout out to our sponsors, Heineken. Thank you so much for being here and, you know, for breaking the uh, the, the the cherry or, you know, losing your virginity with beer okay. by trying the best beer, <laughs> which is Heineken. That is, premium is the best beer. Yeah, premium quality content. It was my content. dad's favorite. Oh, wow. So we're going to even get, dive into that and we're mm -hmm. going to find out a little bit more because as your podcast, what we do is we love to dissect our guests. However, before I do that, I'd like for you to introduce yourself to our audience mm -hmm. and let them know where they can find you on social media. Okay, so he pronounced my name quite well. Boom. But I'll pronounce it again. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Just in case. Cristina. Um, Cristina Piedra. Um, I am Cubani8484 on Instagram. And that was my AOL like name from, I don't know how many years ago. From I'm AOL. I'm going to date myself, <laughs> but I already did because I said AOL. And it, it just is the one that it gave me and I kept it. But Cubani came from my Cuban-American background. Which I'm very, very fascinated and curious to get a little bit more detail on. Um, so your talent and the energy you're bringing to this world is dancing and teaching dancing. And I was fortunate enough to go to an event where I saw you not only manage, but you weren't performing out that night. No, you know what? Let me just set the stage. <laughs> Let me just set the stage. I go to this event that was recommended because I'm now learning to dance salsa, bachata, merengue, the holes, you know, thing. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm <laughs> watch out watch for your boy, Scott Rosenberg. And I walked into this event and you had a group that was performing. However, the reason why you stood out to me, and it wasn't your red hair, <laughs> it was your confidence. Like I sat in the back and I'm just scanning the room and I'm like, who? Because you walked around with this air of confidence. So... What was going on that night and, you know, so people can understand the scene of what you do? Okay, well, 
I wear many hats. So, you know, people say jack of all trades, but I'm the Jane of all trades. <laughs> it's big. Or the Janet. We have to make it Latina. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's just been the role that I play. It's just, it's always multitasking. So what you saw was just an average night for me. But in that particular event, I was hosting the party. And I was dancing with the guests, and I was coaching my dance team who was about to perform. Um, but like I said, it was an average night for me. So this is actually my comfort zone, is like dealing with people. And I, the energy that you saw was because I'm absorbing everyone ooh, else's. Ooh. You know, so there's a back and forth there. No, I like that, I like that. And I like to surround myself by, with those kind of people. Okay. What's so fascinating is, as you talked about all the different roles and jobs that you have, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, she must be Jamaican somehow. <laughs> but when you said Cuba, there's yeah. a Cuban background there, and you're uh -huh. only 92 miles northeast or you know northwest of us. So now I'm pretty sure that energy is there. So let's dive into that background. Mm -hmm. Christina, the beginning of your journey into this world. You mean like... When I was a, a cell? Yeah, let's go, yeah let's, go, <laughs> let's go back to zygote number 748. No, but when you were born and you came into this world, what was the family dynamic like? And uh, where, where was this? Where was this? Okay, well, I was born here in Jersey. So that's why I say Cuban-American, even though I feel Cuban 100%. And that is okay, you not. what I feel. I was actually born here. Right. right. So my family is all from there. My parents, my grandparents, great grandparents. So I do have some European somewhere like four or five generations back. Okay. But other than that, it's Cuban on all sides. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. We're in Cuba. Um, my dad was from Matanzas. My mom from La Habana. Okay, I'm going But they actually met in Spain. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they flew there. So, like, not everybody Cuban comes on a boat. Just, just saying. <laughs> <The disclaimer. laughs> just saying. <laughs> no. They came on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. I like that. Let's dissect that dynamic a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, when you were born, brothers and sisters, or you? I the have a younger sister. Okay. Yeah, eight years younger. And this was in Jersey. In Secaucus. Oh wow, straight Jersey. Very Jersey. So let's go back. <laughs> I'm curious because I want to be. I'm fascinated with you know immigrants and you know when you said your mom and your dad met in Spain mm -hmm. so were they both originally from Cuba yes both Cubans yes did they meet in Cuba before going to Spain no tell me about that experience no yeah so my mom left Cuba before her family did in order to make money so she can try to get my grandparents and her sister out Okay. During the revolution. Okay, this is when Castro was taking control and shutting yes. everything down. Everything Communist regime. Fell apart. Right, right. Uh, and my dad was in a similar situation um, where he left and they met there. Actually, my grandmother, my dad's mother, used to sell some kind of makeup products and she sold that to my mom. And she was like, you know, I think you would like my son. <laughs> no way. And that's kind of how it went. Yeah. But they, they ended up talking and realizing that they had a lot in common from Cuba, but they actually never met in Cuba. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like you have a lot of history about that, which is amazing, by the way. Can I ask you a very interesting question? Of course. When your mom and dad met, did they share who made the first move or who was smitten by who first? Mm -hmm. You know what? I don't think I really ever asked that, but my dad was very shy, so I'm sure that 
he didn't make too many moves. <laughs> I'm guessing it just kind of happened. I don't know. <laughs> he was very shy. He didn't like to talk about too much. Okay, nice, nice. Because um, I'm just curious because you never know when you look back retrospectively how that connection happens. And it's always very fascinating how people... It is fascinating. You know, and that's why I asked the question. So let's just skip forward. So in Secaucus, born and grown, um, going to your middle school, high school area, what was that like? Were you this flower beam that you are right now or no. were you just outgoing <laughs> no way no talk to me so i went to catholic school okay and, and that was actually a wonderful thing so that i love my experience in which school. is interesting yeah normally people have you know adverse experiences in the catholic school structure but go ahead i'm sorry for interrupting no no that's fine um i actually had a great experience um i i don't recall anything negative but I personally had a lot of insecurities because I'm a tall woman and I was that tall at 14. Oh big up yourself. So, that's so, a, yeah that's amazing. It didn't, it didn't feel it didn't feel amazing and it, it was just an insecurity like well women have them and they're usually silly yeah and usually what we see as something negative or something that's a flaw other people might see as beautiful or even further may say I wish I had this or that thing. <laughs> that is the case. And I d really was not like I would come home cry because my dad mm. he passed away years ago. Um, he was six foot two. Well, let, let's stop right there real quickly. I want to mm -hmm. pick. I want in Jamaica we say stick a pin. Yeah. So I want to. We're gonna pick up from the high school insecure with the, with the age and with the legs and mm -hmm. being tall. The legs. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> let's go a little bit to dad. Mm -hmm. What's his name? George. Let's Jorge. toast. Let's toast Let's toast to Jorge. Yes. Let's do that. Big shout out, Jorge. I don't mean to be morbid. I'm going to say this oh. because um, it's true. He's here. Yeah. Oh, I know. He's always here. Yeah, he's he here. He saves me all the time. He's, he's watching us having a blast right now. All the time. He also enjoyed you sharing with me that Heineken is his beer and we actually enjoy it. it's funny that I'm drinking it right now. <laughs> and he's worried because I'm really lightweight. So if I keep drinking it... I might get drunk. Well, you know, you're, you're in good company. Uh, you're in good company. And if anything, He's like, girl, slow down. No, just kidding. You know, so you know, I'm glad you. I'm glad you mentioned that because here in um, SQR podcast, not only do we um, speak responsibly, but we drink responsibly. Absolutely. Just kidding, because I'm such a lightweight. So I wanted to big up Jorge because you say he's six two. Yes. Oh wow, and that's where you got your height from. Yes. So I used to. Um, be upset with him. I would come home and be like, "Why did you make me this tall?" Like I was, and I would cry and be like, "No, like it's beautiful, and you're going to appreciate it someday." And he was right. Yeah, he was. It right. just someday wasn't that day. Even, <laughs> yeah, true. Because you know, because I was saying, you know, you realize that women wear high heels to be tall, yes. and here you are naturally tall. But I then. I'm going to say this on all Jamaican men out there. Give me a break. I put myself in the shoe of a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. And I realized that at that age, she's not thinking like that. So yeah. you're not like, I don't fit in. So I, I completely understand. Yeah, you know, the, t the typical, like, always at the, the last, the end of the line and all that stuff. Like, the stereotypical stuff, you know. In terms of? Like, because, you know, it's always height order when you walk into things or when you go to the assembly. Oh. So it was always the last one. <laughs> so it was, You're in the yeah, back. you know, it was just, and it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was a terrible insecurity, but it was enough where I definitely, I don't think that I was exuding confidence because mm. I really didn't want to be looked. At. I think I didn't so want to draw would, more attention yeah, than so I felt that I was your, already drawing. Wow. Yeah. It's, I, I, I want to compliment you for, uh, 
saying that and being so vulnerable looking back because mm-hmm. that's huge because there's a girl out there hearing this podcast and looking at this beautiful person across from me going she had insecurities mm-hmm. so thank you so much for sharing that yeah absolutely. as i get ready to take a break on a segment i want to come back and i want to pick up on um transitioning from catholic school as a matter of fact i want to before i leave that i want to pick up on maybe a teacher or a student that said something profound oh yes <laughs> Eskira Podcast, Squirrel Rosenberg, Christina Pierra. I'm going to get that right every time I call it. (laughs) We're going to be back after these messages. Stay tuned. One. Okay, cool. All right. Piedra. Piedra. I think. Piedra. Yeah, what what I do is when I rush it, if I piedra, I get it right. It's it's Chris Rock in Spanish. Okay, let's get that on tape. Yeah. <laughs> That's Chris Rock? Yeah, Christina Piedra, Chris Rock. Chris Rock, yeah. Christina Piedra. Mm-hmm. So, so, so are you going to say, um, could we say Will Smith slap Christine Piedra? Oh, well, we'll go a whole other direction with that combo. <laughs> <laughs> Christine Piedra. Christina Piedra. Piedra mm-hmm. means Chris Rock. Yeah. All right, cool. Let me bring that up. Yeah, I'm still running audio. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Escura Podcast, Gore Rosenberg, rocking in with Christina Piedra. And behind the scenes we were talking, Christina Piedra means Chris Rock yeah. in English. Chris Rock in Spanish. I'm sorry, Chris Rock in Spanish. Yeah, so that's what I tell people and then they don't forget. That's a, it's a really, you know. <laughs> it works, it works every time. Duh. And they're like, oh yeah, duh, Christina Piedra. Just, it's Chris Rock in Spanish, but a girl. We gotta oh, okay, got you, got you. And if it was a boy, it would have been Christopher. It would be Christopher, a Christian. Okay, nice. That's that's powerful. So <laughs> we're going to talk about that Chris Rock uh, relation to that name later on. Let's get back into Catholic school and the transition from that. We were talking about your experience. Yes. And the teachers are considered nuns, correct? Not all. Okay. There, okay. there actually were quite a few that were not. Okay. What was one of the most profound or prolific experiences you had through that time? A teacher or student that said something that maybe have kind of nudged you in a direction or made you own your height? I absolutely know the moment, the day that it happened. But it wasn't a teacher or student. It was my cheerleading coach. Oh, wow. So I was a ballet dancer. Okay. I, did, I studied ballet, jazz, tap formal training since I was like four, three or four, I think it was four. Um, And I did this for many years, but it was just something that I loved. It was something that I had a passion for, but I didn't think I would end up a professional dancer. Here I am. But that's another (laughs) part of the convo. I'll let you get there because you're the boss. Um, So, but I, um, I was friends with someone at the time, my best friend in eighth grade who wanted to try out for the cheerleading team. And she encouraged me to join her for moral support. Okay, okay. And I, of course, as any good friend would, said, of course, I'll go. I had no intentions. I did not think that I was cool enough to, to be. be on the cheerleading team. <laughs> and these girls who are great friends now, we're, we're sisters. Like, yeah. even after all these years, we still keep in touch. We're in each other's lives. Like, it's a lifelong oh, wow. bond. But at the time, you know, they know this, and I say this with love. Some of them were bullies. <laughs> 
And I never thought that I would be in that group of friends. Like, I was the bookworm. Yeah. Because, you know, I'd studied. I was very into school. You know, straight-A student, oh, 4.0 wow. GPA, all of that. Mazel. Yes, absolutely. Went to college on a full scholarship. Proud to say. Oh, big. Yes. Big. Yes. Um, so, I went to for more support. And it turns out, because of my dance background, mm. I ended up making the team and she did not. That ended our friendship, but that's another. <laughs> we could be here all day, guys. Life story, long. Um, so, yeah, we didn't remain friends. But I ended up deciding to join the team and giving it a shot. Not thinking, you know, oh. still not thinking this was for me. These were extroverted girls. I was very quiet. Again, bookworm. Kept to myself. So I joined the team. It started going well. I went to cheerleading camp right away. That summer we went to camp, so I went away with them. Oh, wow. And um, I still remember, like, I was 13, and I still, it feels like yesterday. Oh, nice. Um, great experience. And training for the next event, which was some kind of competition we were having at Union Hill High School. We were in that gym. Okay. Whoever is from Hudson County knows Union Hill High School. <laughs> so we were training for that, and my cheerleading coach said I want you to be the point girl so what that means in dance is you're the front of the formation so okay. I could picture like a triangle right 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 you're, you're the, the front the, point the, wow and so I was much taller than all of these <laughs> girls right so normally in my head anyway you wouldn't I was so used to like I mentioned to you being the one at the end mm, of the line the yeah so it was confusing that she wanted me to be in the front and also I felt like I was blocking some of the girls from being seen and I said that and and I said are you sure I are you sure you want me there and then one of the other girls who also later became a dear friend said nah she shouldn't really go there like you won't be able to see us and the way my coach responded was life-changing for okay. me because she said, no, she is beautiful, she is talented, and I like that she's tall. She's supposed to stand there because she's taller than all of you. That's what makes sense. That's what's visually appealing, and that's where she's going to dance. What's the name of that teacher? Mary Morell. Can we toast to Mary? We can. I love her. Yeah. Bong. Big shout-out to Mary. Mary Morell. She has a gym in Hackensack. She teaches still. She coaches girls. I wonder if she knew... She, she was breaking down. All she didn't know at that moment. She didn't know. That is so powerful. It is. And this is why I tell people to this day that words are so, so powerful. They're not just like a communication thing. Like, it, No, it is life-changing. It can be life-changing. You can absolutely build someone up or you can destroy someone if you go the wrong way. But that woman that day changed my outlook on myself. And I suddenly thought, oh, okay. She thinks, and she's an amazing coach. She's trained national champions. We then went on to become national champions multiple years. Wow. Um, yes, she's amazing. And at that time, I was new. But I said, if this woman thinks this, then maybe I'm wrong in how I see myself. Beautiful. And it changed the way I saw myself. And ever since then, I realized that I have that same power as a teacher as an instructor and that is why I am that way because a lot of people say oh you know you're always so positive and you're always encouraging and what you know and it's because I know how important that is wow and how that can absolutely change someone's life I didn't want to interrupt the gem of a story you just shared but there's a jewel that you dropped in there when you said words are so powerful yes and we get up every day and we just pew words mm -hmm. 
without realizing the power. So thank you for saying that. And then every time something profound is said on SQR podcasts, we call it dropping a jewel. Oh, I mean, you. you just dropped a couple of jewels, but <laughs> you know, that is so profound. And I, I, I salute the teacher who said that, mm-hmm. but I want to tell you how I admire the fact that you were able to connect the dots and said, oh, if she thinks like that then, because you, you could have been like, oh, she's just saying that because of, you didn't even question it, you grab held of, of that positivity. Wow. I grew up, you know, in ballet, and I grew up in that mentality where you don't question your teachers. Mm, even you, better. You're a student, you're learning, you don't question those that have more expertise and training and experience than you. So that kind of validates. So my mentality has always been that you respect. So if someone that knows more than you, whatever it is, tells you, then no one's infallible. You might come up with a better way or a different way, or they might be wrong. But in the moment, you don't question your teachers. All right, so let's get granular. And I always use this in a podcast. Can we go back to the moment after she says that you Mm -hmm. go out in formation, Mm -hmm. you're now in front. Mm And the, I don't know what you call it in cheerleading lingo, the routine yeah. or the... the choreography. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the routine. I mean, we could call it a routine. Okay, bonk, routine, yo. Yeah. Look at your boy, Score Rosenberg. Look at him, he's killing it. <laughs> um, the routine's about to start. Can yeah. we go back to that moment? Yeah. Could you tell me what it was like and how everything ended? You know, I was so nervous. But, but I killed it. <laughs> I killed it, nice. and I realized that like like did you put the did you put the the, the Christina flavor like when I see you dance where you just the hands are in the it and the beginnings of it because there was another person that came later that okay. then stop did rushing it squirrel calm down stop rushing it stop <laughs> that rushing. was the beginnings that okay. was like baby Christina okay and I for once didn't see being tall as some kind of like terrible thing I realized like. I have longer lines. I have longer extensions. I can create beautiful shapes with my body. Beautiful. And this was a huge epiphany, (laughs) Um, which then, as I mentioned later on, more there's more with someone else another yeah. life-changing person okay we're gonna get there don't rush the food don't rush the food we're okay. finished in, in courses here okay that's amazing yeah that that perspective it is amazing. shift it really because was because here we went from not appreciating those long lines mm-hmm. those elegant shapes i guess mm-hmm. you didn't know but now you know that so you own that all right cool so the performance went well home run you move on from there mm-hmm. you go home that night yeah how did you feel Amazing. You don't forget those things. Like, those are the things. You don't forget those things. And it really just came from somebody having a little faith in me. That's it. Look at that. So for her, it was really... She probably... and, and, And she's an encouraging, amazing person. But in that moment, she was probably also telling the other dancer, like, hey... Like, don't question me. Fall back. So that was part of it, too. It wasn't just singing my praises. But, but as a result of just someone standing up for me yeah. and saying, no, like, don't think that way, it absolutely changed my life. And I've said this to many people. And the other thing that I strongly believe in is giving credit where credit is due. Because I think a lot of times people don't do that. They rise to some kind of amazing level in whatever it is that they do. And then they act like they just got there from, like, a miracle. <laughs> Like there was nothing, there was no ladder, there was no climb, there was no assistance. Yeah, yeah. And you have to give credit to those that helped you, whether it was a mentor, a teacher, um, someone that inspired you, because those people 
helped get Play you there. Role. And True. this woman was instrumental for me. And yes, I was very happy that night. And there were many, many shows to come. And I lost count of how many I've done at this point. But Did you go home and tell Daddy Jorge? <laughs> That, yes, you are finally right, and or did you just... You know, that's that's funny. My dad wanted me to be a ballerina. Oh, wow. And I I don't know if I was good enough to be a ballerina, but I was. I had gotten on point shoes. I had gotten that far. Okay. And I was training on point shoes, and this was a big deal. And my teachers told him that I was good, that I had some talent. Yeah. And that was the future he saw for me in dance, not cheerleading we we did um cheer dance so we did like hip-hop okay okay and that's not the way he imagined yeah, I mean, yeah. nothing against hip-hop but he imagined me doing ballet yeah something more classic and so in his mind he wasn't happy with me on the cheerleading team mm -hmm. and he actually thought that i was investing too much time into it because we had rehearsals every day and we were very dedicated we you know I mean, yeah, when i tell you that we were strenuous. national champs we yeah. we trained like adults so we were children we were preteens or Early teens, yeah. like 13. But we trained really hard, like serious. And again, that's the background that I come from, which does play a role in how I coach my teams and how I do things today. But back to my dad, he, he wasn't crazy about it. And he made it known. He, he let her know a few times that he thought she was too hard on us, which I wasn't happy about because this woman was like... God to you. Yes. Yeah. So actually, um, he, didn't, he didn't love it. But... Later on, he saw what it did for me. And mm -hmm. my dad was never one, you know, back to words, because everything is connected, yeah. and we, we can tie it all in. Yeah. Um, he, d he didn't say much, but he did show. And I knew he wasn't a big fan of my cheerleading, but that man was at every competition sitting up there watching. Oh, that's big. Even though he was missing his baseball <laughs> games or whatever, but he was always no, there. That's, that's and amazing. that I know was his way of supporting me in spite of whatever his, it is that he thought. Oh, that's amazing. That's, yeah. that's an amazing dad. Yeah. So we transitioned from that reality. Now we got the confidence. Well, we got some experience. Now you're moving on. Mm -hmm. What was that, um, so your college, or did you make that transition from Catholic um, school to college? What was that like? Because I'm curious, let me just be honest with you. I'm trying to figure out when did boys come into the equation and how did that add or aided to the discipline? Uh, boys, you know, I, I'm a Libra, and we're always known for being flirty, mm -hmm. or what people perceive as flirty, because we're friendly. Okay. So I have an, a, a, another friend, close friend, who is also a Libra, and we always joke about this, because we are smiley, yeah, high, yeah, yeah. like high um, vibration kind of like people, which can sometimes be confused for flirting. <laughs> so I and I often had a lot of male friends, and I think partially it was because I connected more to like certain things about how boys or men, well back then boys, but yeah. how men communicate. Although I will say there's a lot of things I don't connect with, but let's stick with the ones I do with. <laughs> that is the, um, I would say the getting to the point, like just the okay. Blunt. bluntness, yeah. the logical, like so even though I'm an extremely emotional person, I liked that logical mm, like, world that, world yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. most men live in or try which to, is, no, we, try we, to live in. Yeah, yeah which <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's what we're made from, you know, yeah. all logic on and off, zero ones. You know, and we'll I just fix felt it, like yeah. I, I had a lot of male friends, you know, which it, that's always been the case for me. And that also led to certain, you know, things that people misinterpreted certain things or thought different things. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I really wasn't one to have a whole lot of boyfriends. I, I never, I, I took it that all very seriously and I still do. 
Um, like for me, it, I'm not very casual about all of that. No, like I, I, I if, if I like someone enough to like give them a lot of time and, and any sort of physical attention, then I, I like you enough to potentially have a relationship with you. Like I won't take those initial steps unless I really feel something. Understood. Understood. Just, I, and that's how I was back then. And I'm still like that now. Which is funny because um, when you said that, I realized that that mindset must have been back then because you had an incredible um, GPA and you yes. moved on and done I was so very well. focused. Secure podcast, Score Rosenberg, another jewel that we should all be focused. I'm going to take a quick break, come back. I want to get to what college was like, and I want to get to when you took hold of this talent and really start doing you. So take a break. We'll be back. Christine Piedra, Chris Rock. We'll be back after these messages. One. All right. Can we keep rocking it? Cool. You want to stretch your legs or are you good? I'm good. Oh, you want to take a break? If you Just don't forget to say the A. Christina. Christina. I'm going to get that right. <laughs> Third break, I'm going to get it right. Look at your boy. so far it's great what do you think perfect okay no, no perfect perfect this is i love the conversation i don't want to interrupt you cut you and but this is what it is and i'm getting everything that i want to get good. yeah so it's on point so I want to make sure you're comfortable and yeah yeah good good sqr podcast squirrel rosenberg and christina corrected me because I keep massacre in her name at the end so I kept saying Christine and I'm owning this guys but it's Christina Piedra because I've owned the last name rock <laughs> yes. so I wanted to pick up from your transition into college and becoming this proficient teacher dancer in the salsa merengue bachata and I'm sure you do a couple other formats of dance so let's get there what was college like for you College was great. I actually did have a boyfriend all through college. Oh, nice. So I met him. Well, we went to high school together. Okay. And we started dating at the end, so senior year. Went to the same college? Um, we did. Oh, we nice. Same college. So I was a, it was a very serious relationship that probably would have resulted in marriage. Um, but I felt that it was more, it, it towards the end, it became more of a platonic, I felt like, great friends and I didn't feel the romantic end enough, and so I ended that relationship. Do you think it was, I'm just asking back retrospectively, do you think that was something on his part? Maybe he got comfortable and didn't, or it just fizzled? I wouldn't blame him, no, he was great. I just wasn't feeling that anymore. And because I think he was my, because he was my first serious boyfriend, um, I, I felt like, I wasn't sure and it, it's not any um, criticism on him. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if, like, is this all there is? Like, I had no point of comparison. Okay. Because all my um, relationships prior were, like, little, you know, teen, teenager, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Nothing serious. Okay. So because this was my first, like, serious, it was a six-year relationship, um, I, I just kind of wasn't sure. Like, I wasn't sure enough 
to spend the rest of my life with this person. Understood. Can I ask you a question? Looking back from this point on that decision, I don't know how, what your experience has been since then, but mm-hmm. you know, just on that, what, what's, what's your thoughts now? Was that a good decision to make or? You know, I've, I've thought about that a lot. Um, I think if I were being true to myself, it was a good decision to make because I was honest with how I felt. Yeah. And I would have maybe had the life that I thought I wanted to have or, or rather that I did want to have. And probably would have been. But um, I would have been doing a disservice to the two of us because I wasn't really in it. Yeah. So um, I would have had the life that I dreamed of, but at what price? If I wasn't really feeling what I f- believe I should so be f- feeling, yeah. and doing him a disservice as well because he deserved no, someone I, that's going to give him all. I, I compliment you for saying that because there's a lot of women out there who are in the same position, but they tend to stay because of the yes. lifestyle and yes. but by not being true to themselves and Absolutely. not being true to your partner. So I salute you on that. I like to toast. Thank you. That uh, that highlight. Thank I'm you. That I kept poking because that was profound. It's, it's it, that was a tough one. <laughs> No, you handled it that well. Um, so, moving on from that relationship, going through college, grades were still immaculate, I'm assuming. Yes. I, I went to Montclair State University. Oh, I big up MC it, right here. Yes, I chose it because of the full scholarship. I did have partials to other schools like Fordham and um, Johns Hopkins. Oh, nice. And what was your major? Communications. Oh. I minored in journalism. I thought I was going to be a broadcast journalist, kind of like you. <laughs> I was planning to be like, hello, tonight on News 4. And you do have the uh, personality and the looks and everything Thank that you. it takes. So, I mean, <laughs> it's never too late, by the way. You know what? It never is too late. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. It isn't. Yeah. I believe that. I so, believe that. And that was an amazing experience. Yeah. Coming out of college, did you dabble in that field any? or how did I did. It- I, I did an internship. I did two. One with McCall's Magazine, which I don't think even exists anymore, okay. but I, I worked for the, I did an internship with the beauty editor, and it was fantastic because I love fashion and beauty and all that stuff, and you know, she, this is what she did, so she would receive all these products, so she had, there was this thing called the beauty closet, and it was literally a huge closet with bins, like, you know, this deep yeah. of, this was the hair, this was the shampoo, this was lipstick, this was eyeshadow, just, just lipstick, like, and at the end of the week, one of my tasks as an intern was to clean out the beauty closet, and then I could just take whatever I wanted. This was heaven. This was the, yes, this was amazing. Wow. wow. And um, so, so, but I actually, did I did some legitimate work also, where I wrote things and edited things. Yeah, yeah. But that was you know the fun part. That was the perk. And then I worked for The View. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, I, I was an intern there, and I met Robert Walters. You know, that's one of my favorite shows. I, I'm going to yeah. put it out there. That's one of my favorite shows. I love the dynamics of the woman. I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. And they're yeah. all powerful women, too. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So I, I saw myself, you know, doing that. Um, I, 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 never, I never imagined I would be a professional dancer. That was not a goal. I always loved dancing. But for me, it was like a passion. It was a hobby. Mm. You know, it was it was not. I I, I wasn't. Um, I'd be lying if I said I grew up with a dream of being a no. professional dancer. So, but it just kind of happened. Yeah. So let's go to that moment. Mm-hmm. All right. And before I pick on that, I just want you to remind people where they could find you on Instagram and how they could connect with you. Yes. Uh, Kubani. So uh, Cuban with an I at the end. And the number's 8484. That's my Instagram handle. Perfect. Thank you. Perfect. I love how, and I can see that you have that broadcasting gene in you. Because when you pronounce your words and your numbers, you're very precise there. So that's big up yourself on Thank that. Thank you. All right. So the transition into dancing. Mm-hmm. And you, you moving on this. When did that happen? 
I love that question. Um, another influential person, another life-changing moment. <laughs> so this one actually leads to the other one, so it's perfect. Go ahead. It's like the segue, like you just you nailed it with that question. Um, so my best friend, her name is Olga. Olga, I love you. Big up yourself, Olga. Big up Olga, my Cuban friend. She's Cuban um, also? She is. Okay. So Olga was by my side from kindergarten. And when I broke my foot in cheerleading, I actually broke my foot in, in eighth grade. I was doing a toe touch. Anybody that, out there that knows what toe touches are, it's like a Russian split in the air. You know, okay, when, when they, you when they jump, jump and then your legs yeah. come up. On the and I was like the toe touch queen. I had the highest toe touch. I was like bomb.com toe touch. And I just bomb <laughs> Do people say that anymore? I don't know, whatever. So I had an amazing toe touch, right? Because, you know, long lines. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We, yeah. That. we covered that. And I, did tw I could do 25 in a row. So this was my claim to fame in cheerleading because... Sorry, tangent, but I'm, I think you're going to like this story. Um, in one of the national championships, there was one of the, like, cheering, like, judges, whatever, demonstrators, and she did 20-something, 20 toe touches. And so you're talking about from coach, a jump, yeah, touch, one, jump, touch. Two, yeah, like, just go, right? Like, go, like, land, go, land, go, right? And one day I, at, in, 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 in the parking lot, one day in the parking lot before this event, I just started doing, I don't know, I kept going, because I just, I kept going, and I did 25, and that was just whatever, so, yeah, put, yeah, so yeah. put it aside, we go to this competition, this girl does 20, or whatever she did, and my coach screams out, my girl does 25, <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, 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 so of course they called me up there, oh my god, in front of everyone, and I did my 25 toe touches, yes, I nailed it though, oh, wow, good, um, good, yes. good, good, but good, but another day, not that day, thank god, we were teaching a clinic. We were teaching um, yeah. we, we, in, in salsa. We call it a workshop. In cheerleading, we called it a clinic. And for whatever reason, literally a jump that I would do every day that I would do 25 of, I just landed weird. And my foot snapped. My bone just <laughs> left foot. Uh, the bone that goes from the pinky down over yeah, yeah, yeah. straight through, it just snapped in half like a chicken bone. Ah. Um, yeah, yeah, that oh. happened. It just, just demonstrating just one, just one jump. Yeah, and yeah. I've done this move so many times. So when that happened, I was in crutches and my friend Olga carried my books to every class. She stood Ooh. by my side. She held me in the snow, you know, cause we're in Jersey. Yeah. Um, and, and she was just a great friend. She was there for me the whole time. Oh. So flash forward to college and Olga, who I love dearly, has no coordination. <laughs> Um, you know, she was always the like klutzy friend, you know, because there's always like the klutzy one, yeah. and then like I was always like diva, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So check she, you out going from insecure, from insecure, <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm like cheerleading star, 25 toe touches, whatever. And you know, because now I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. Because that's another thing. You will, you will become what you believe. Hold that thought. Ask your podcast. Could you say that, Jewel, again? Yes, you will become what you believe. 100. percent uh, how did and you once I believed that I was cool, I was cool. That's all it took. Change, shift mentality. And it changed my life. And now I was no longer awkward or insecure because I was now a cool cheerleader and in the front of the formation. And I felt all of these things, which I now exuded and projected. Thank you so much for saying that. Yeah. That was amazing. Thank you. Okay, Olga. So, Olga. In co uncoordinated Olga. Uncoordinated Olga. She knows it. She, uh, she, uh, she knows. It's, this is an ongoing joke between us. <laughs> she started dancing salsa. And we go to Copacabana. Y'all know Copacabana. If you don't know, you need to know. And we go one night, and she was with her, her boyfriend at the time. And they start dancing. They start dancing. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the dancer here. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how to 
what this is, right? In my house, we listen to boleros. My, my parents grew up with boleros, very romantic, you know, ballads. They loved Olga Guillot and all this stuff. Okay. Um, we didn't really blast salsa music, like the typical Cuban family where yeah, you think yeah. everybody's like, hey, salsa. That, that really wasn't my house. My, okay. my dad loved Gershwin. Like, we, it was very, like, oh, wow. refined. Yes. So I embarrassed to say, but I'm going to be honest because we're, we're honest here. Yeah. I wasn't even really sure the difference between salsa and merengue. This was, you know, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I was that girl. <laughs> that's embarrassing. Okay, no, so no, no. That's beautiful because if the they know truth. who you, when, the when they know who you are and what you do now, they were like, wow. Yeah, I mean, like there were certain songs that I would like. I've never heard that, and these were popular songs, mm -hmm. right? We go. This girl's dancing salsa, and she looks pretty good, right? So now I'm thinking, who taught you that? Because whoever. Got you to look like that? I'm going there because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be world famous if you could look like that. <laughs> if you whoever got you to dance like that, take me there. Take me now. Take me now. And that's how I met Juan Calderon, who became my dance partner for over ten years after that. Okay, what's his name? Juan Calderon. Let's toast to Juan. Yes, let's toast to Juan. Big up yourself, Juan. Juan's in Costa Rica right now. He was my next relationship for six years. But then we became best friends, and we are best friends. I adore him. We're best friends. Mazo, so let's not even skip over the juicy part. We'll get there. <laughs> so she introduced you to Juan, she who's now started teaching you. Yeah, so he taught me salsa. My first salsa basic, I did it backwards, and I stepped on the guy. And I was like, oh, that, I guess that was wrong. <laughs> so you, you're supposed to go back on your right foot as a follow. Yeah. And I went forward, and I stepped on him. But I didn't give up. Kept going. And we started taking private lessons with Juan, Olga, and I. We, we shared, you know, whatever. Yeah. We did the private lessons. And, and not too long, maybe six months into it, he was asking me to teach. And I was like, uh, okay. So I started teaching. Then he asked me to join the dance company. We performed at the Puerto Rico Salsa Congress. And this was the only Salsa Congress at the time. Now there's a Salsa Congress almost every weekend, anywhere in the world, wherever, Asia, Europe. It's, it's insane at that time the World Salsa Congress. It was sponsored by Bacardi Rum. Okay. And it was the first, like the only. Um, and we went there. And what I saw when I went there was something out of this world that blew my mind. Like, I never knew that this existed. This subculture of, like in my mind, dancing was ballet. Okay. And was, okay. you know, hip hop. Like dancing by yeah, yourself yeah. in a team, but by yourself. I see these people partnered up doing what looks like choreographed routines, but they, they just meet and do it. I didn't understand how this was even pop. Like this, the concept of leading and following to me was so foreign. And I didn't understand how this was possible that you could be that in tune or that connected with a stranger that they could be leading you into these intricate figures and you could do it and then be like, bye and go on to the next one. And they just, and it was like, I don't even have what I remember stepping into the ballroom that first night and I just stood in the court. I didn't, I didn't dance. I, I wasn't ready for that. I was a beginner. Wow. I didn't dance. I, we, we performed our routine and it was great. I ended up partnering the guy who I stepped on, by the way. He ended up becoming my partner. Then he quit the team because he said that my ponytail was whacking him in the face too long. Like, he needed to man up. Like, come on, bro. Like, whatever. So he quit because my ponytail was smacking. Whatever. I love him. Hi, Sergio, if you're out there. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. He ended up being my partner. And we performed. But when it came time to social dance, so that's 
the term yeah. you know, for those that don't know when you go and you freestyle. Right, right. I was like, whoa, boy, I am so out of my element here. But it was a goal. And I, I knew at that moment, like, I want to I want to become good at this. Like, I, I didn't, still wasn't thinking I'm going to be an instructor, wasn't thinking. I was, you know, helping out Juan and teaching beginners, but this was not my full-time job. Speak. I had a job, and it wasn't journalism, though. This is a funny story. You know, hold that story right there. <laughs> because I want to get into not only that, yeah. but I want to... Um, because I have another person to tell you that. Yeah, because people don't, I mean... And I'm going to be short with this break, but people don't understand that when, because when I saw you dance, I can't believe you're coming from that, uh, you know, insecurity from dancing, considering oh, yeah. how proficient you are. And this, so, you know what? Anywho, Christina Piedra, phenomenal dancer and, you know, life force that I'm seeing across from. We're going to take our final break, come back, pick up where we left off, and then we're going to close out where she's going to teach yours truly a couple moves. And your boy's been practicing. The only problem is the broom doesn't have two legs, so it's keep falling. Stay tuned. Score Rosenberg, one. All right, so do you need time to switch any cards out? Because we have one break left. No, I grab a beer right here. And okay, cool. Moving. You want to stretch your legs real quick? Yes, I'm going to stretch okay, cool. my legs. And your rose is over there. Yes. You want to take a Get sip on that? Rose. All right, so Manny, um, how are we looking? Huh? It looks really good. Cameras match. Okay, how's the sound and how are we looking? Okay. I have good audio on on Audacity running right now. And. Um, How's the content, man? It's going great. I mean, it's, you know, like always, we're going to be needing more time, so we just have one segment left. Christina, give me a mic check. Mic check, mic check, testing. I love how when I say mic check, you mic check. When we talk, you're like, yeah, this fucking guy. <laughs> this guy was a dick. This guy was a dick. I know. Uh, no, I, no, I, I, I appreciate your honesty and everything you're saying is just falling into place because that's what I want to catch the small bits and pieces. As I said before, it's fascinating when, you know, people who don't, people see you and they're like, oh, there's no way she was ever. I initially, and to be honest with you, I thought you grew up in a house where mom, dad, cat, dog, plants, all lits and salsa 24 hours a day, and that's all you do, mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing to know that, which gives me confidence yeah. as a new beginner. Your boy's going to be nice. Oh, I know. I want to be the guy out no there doubt. where I could be dancing with two girls. Mm -hmm. I spin this one, spin this why one. Why are you settled for two? <laughs> You see why she's my teacher, son? <laughs> I could go get a beer, come back, and bang, bang, bang. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Any guys, you're ready. Ready when you are. Speedy. We are ready on three, two. SQR Podcast, Cole Rosenberg. I always tell, you know, everybody, I wish we could just have, you know, the camera running out all the time because the behind-the-scenes <laughs> stuff is nice and juicy and fun. <laughs> and, um, you know, we're getting ready to wrap with Christina Piedra. And um, as we chop it up, I'm, I want to thank you for being so vulnerable with your, your whole life journey, especially about you know, your proficiency with dancing and becoming proficient. So we left off where you were doing the routine, mm -hmm. 
Jose is his name, correct? Sergio. Sergio, I'm sorry. So Sergio, which end up you guys end up becoming special and connected. Oh, oh you mean, oh, oh, Juan. Juan, okay, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. So, so Juan was the teacher. Juan was the teacher. And so you guys connected. Yeah. Relationship developed there. Yeah. And you became a teacher under his... Yes, so I started traveling the world with him. We, we went to Europe, we went to Canada, um, we, we went to the Caribbean, we, we did cruises. Um, I spent a lot of my life traveling at that point in time. My sister joined the team, she traveled with me, which was awesome. I was going to ask yeah. you about the sister. She was only 16 at the time. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, she went to Milan at 16 years old to perform salsa. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, that's big. You're welcome, Becky. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, you know, I owe him a lot. Like, he um, also gave me a lot of confidence, you know, so there was a lot of things where I didn't feel comfortable because I was a ballet-trained person and salsa is loose and sexy and all these things that, again, I didn't think I was, but I am. Bomb. And, uh, you know, he did help me get there. You know, he gave me a lot of support, a lot of encouragement. Um, towards the end, he decided he didn't want to dance anymore, and he pretty much gave me the company, and this is how I started doing it on my own. But the contacts that I got through him were invaluable wow. and really helped me, and I will forever be grateful because I have so many connections due to all those, those 10 years He's that I spent um, working with him. I want to salute him um, for two things. One is, and I don't know the reason of why he gave it up and went to do something completely different, mm -hmm. but I salute that confidence. Mm -hmm. But I also salute him for seeing the talent in you to say, hey, I'm going to leave this to, you know, this person who I know is capable. So, you know, big yeah, up to Yeah, he always said that I was better than him. So, so and you, he said that the teacher that creates a student that surpasses them is the greatest type of instructor. Toast to that? Yeah. Wow. So he would always say, you're better than me, but that, that's because I'm a great instructor. <laughs> No, he's right. Mm -hmm. He's right. However, um, I want to say the teacher shows up when the student is ready. That's right. Absolutely. So if you weren't ready, you know, Absolutely. it would have been. <clears throat> I, I learned so much. And I, you know, at the time and, and even now, you know, dance can be very misogynistic. You see a couple performing and people always compliment the man. Um, it, sometimes we would have a class and it would say Juan Calderon and partner. Oh. And this was even after many years of, of working together. But he, he did f fight hard to get my name out there and to introduce me with a name not just partner okay and you know to make sure that I spoke when we taught a class because a lot of times um, you know people will teach a lesson and the female doesn't speak you know and this is not to I've seen that you know insult in any way everybody has their their ways of teaching and there's no right or wrong you know but personally for me I do feel that the women were generally not getting enough attention because the focus was typically on the men and their leads, which is very important because without a correct lead, there is no follow. However, there is a lot of technique that needs to be executed on the female end. And it, it, I felt that it wasn't getting enough attention because the women typically weren't speaking, or if they were, it was not in an equal par with the male instructor. And he, he was very good about that, and we our, our teaching methods I still use to this day, and even with my partner now, um, this is how we teach, and he's also great about that. So so it's, it's an equal playing field. Mm. It's not just like, here's the guy teaching with the assistant. Yeah. Um, and people really appreciate that about our lessons because we pay attention to both genders equally. And before we move on to the next question, um, could you share with my audience where they could find you, where you where you train, where you teach, 
so they can know how to get involved real quick before we move on, please? Yeah, so if you message me on Instagram, you can also find me on Facebook, just my name, Christina Piedra, Chris Rock in Spanish. <laughs> um, you can just shoot me a message and I'll send you all the information. I'm currently working out of a studio in Madison, which is called Mind Your Body. We were teaching out of a studio in Garwood for over 10 years and it just closed. Um, in February, oh, wow. so that Congrats was a big you, yeah, chapter. It was huge, um, and that was a big change. But thankfully, we were able to move to the studio, and we're we're very happy there. So that's where we are now. Beautiful. So, um, as an outsider, and I see an outsider to the culture because I'm Jamaican, and I'm starting to learn and appreciate. Uh, from what I've seen, because when you said how the men always seem to get the kudos for leading, yeah. and I realize the men do lead, but mm -hmm. from what I've experienced, I realize that the men don't do too much. The woman with the hands and the flair and that female energy and beauty, she makes him look good from just what I've seen. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen the guys, and I even spoke to a couple guys, I was like, dude, that looks, you look like, a, and he, she said, he said to me, no, it's her. Well, that, that's a very um, courteous and elegant man to respond that way. Okay. Um, but the truth is that the men, the good leaders do a lot. You just don't see it. So the good technique is there because he is the frame and she is the picture. And so hold that, hold that SQR <laughs> podcast for Rosenberg. That's another jewel right there. Yes. He is the frame. Yes. And she is the picture. He allows her to be the star, but he is enabling that through good technique, good form, wow. balance, control, all of these things. So he's actually doing a lot. But when he is gracious enough to give her that platform where she is the star, that is an excellent leader. Christina, that's what I want to be. Yeah, that, <laughs> those credentials right there were so James Bondish. Oh my God, I was. So, I want to aspire to be like that. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I realize, you know, um, you know, because I've experienced this. The minute you do that, mm -hmm. she reciprocates. Yes, and that is the that is the the, the the synergy, the communication, because dance is really a language. But it's it, to me, it is the most proficient and most impressive language because anyone can understand each other you don't need to speak my language to speak my language of dance and that is the beauty of it that it connects all cultures all races all ethnicities we don't need to speak the same words in order to find connection and communicate on the dance floor and that is the thing that i love about dance because there's no boundaries and there's no walls there's no limits it is boundless communication Eskira podcast, another jewel. That was so well said. <laughs> and the reason why I had to stop you about the frame and the picture because I realized that as we go through life, mm -hmm. if we actually apply that philosophy with our relationships, yes, oh yes, allow your <laughs> loved one to be. So and, much can be said. Yeah, wow. wow. That, there's right. so, there's so many things, so many comparisons. Yeah. no, that was that, beautiful. That can be made to relationships um, because it's subtle. So <clears> a good leader is subtle. He's not forceful. He's not um, aggressive. He's also not trying to use you to get attention and create a spectacle. People will watch because it's beautiful, but you, you know, it's kind of like cream rises to the top. Yeah, yeah. So when in a relationship, if you are those things, if you're loud, boastful, aggressive, you know, all of those things don't lead to good communication. When you are in control of yourself, of your emotions, of your words, and when you are mindful of this other person, you're protecting them, you're trying to make them look good and feel good. That's the best kind of relationship, but wow. you feel protected, which is the best kind of leader. Yeah. Right, so this person is taking care of you, protecting you, making you look good, and give, showing you a great time. 
who doesn't want a boyfriend or husband like that? Yeah, yeah. It's your <laughs> so podcast, there are many yo. comparisons, yes. For all the guys who are watching the show, <laughs> she just gave you yes. the list Life of Life lessons. The, yeah, what you really need to do to hit a home run. Christina, <laughs> um, I want to tell you thanks. You have not only, um, you know, been a blessing, and I'm glad I, because <clears throat> I told myself I'm going to take advantage of every time that voice in my head says, do something. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I approached you that night at that dance and said, hey, I, what did I say to you? I want to connect with you and I yeah. need you on my podcast immediately because you your energy was amazing. And to have dissected your life and realize this 13, 14 year old girl who was so insecure about her height and then the teachers seeing the valuing you and then those two relationships that you have that's propelled you to and you're just beginning. Yeah, you know, I do want to say that was a third, and I briefly want to mention her because she's important too. And her name is Jackie Connors. Okay. And she was my first boss at the job that ended up not being journalism. Oh yeah, you did mention. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, it was all my fault though. It was a job fair, and the job was promoted as um, PR, public relations. um, I forget what else it was, but I totally thought it was something else because I misunderstood it, and it was actually a recruiting job, like technical recruiter. It was a sales (laughs) job. Totally not what I thought it was. I ended up making a lot of money in that job, but it wasn't what I thought it was. But I do have to say that she pushed me because I was, I had just started my dance career with, well, it wasn't a career yet, my dance journey with Juan. Right, right. And I was obsessed with salsa, and she would see that. And when I was distracted at the job and I, my mind was elsewhere, there was one day when she fired me. But she said, you know, you're great. Like, you're an amazing employee. You make so much money. You're doing fantastic. The door is always open to you, but I know your heart's not here. Mm. Your, your heart and your mind is somewhere else, so I need you to go do that. And if that doesn't work out for you or that isn't what you want, you come back here. Yo, that's amazing. Yes. Who's, who does that? She let me go. That, that whole thing, like if you love somebody, let it go. Like she did that thing. That thing is so hard to do, by the way. I've never been good at that. I, I don't know how to do that. But she did that. And I'm forever grateful because I'm loyal to a fault. Like I don't like change. I don't like, I don't yeah. leave anybody. <laughs> I just don't, right? So I wouldn't have quit because I, I just, yeah. I wouldn't have quit. But she had to let me go. And when she did that, I started pursuing dancing full time and I'm still here. So I'm grateful to her because I don't wow. know what would have happened had wow. she not done that. I am so, so glad that you stopped me and mentioned that because that is pivotal. Because here yes. you are, you are a winner, an earner for this business. For this. Yes. And she says, your heart isn't here. Go yeah. do that. And yeah, if that fails, come back. The tour, but I love her for it. And it was all these people that made me realize. And it was like, you call them nuggets, but it was nuggets of really important life lessons which you know they're cliche but they're not because there's really something to be said about that like follow your heart follow your dreams do what makes you happy people always tell you that and you're like oh it's cute it's a meme but it's real Mm. because it really another cliche life is short yes you don't know what tomorrow's gonna look like another cliche all these things come from real things like they're not just sayings they come from experiences and they're wise they're they're things to live by and when we're stuck in like a rut and we're just you know not living we're just moving you forget that so she made me realize like okay yeah i really you know what yeah i really don't want to be here i'm making a lot of money but i really don't want to be here and the first couple years i wasn't making as much money but i was happy And now I am making more money, but that's not why I do it. Yeah. Um, it's really not about the money because I'm, I'm not rich. I mean, if I were a journalist or whatever, I, I'm sure I'd be making way more money than I'm making. But what, what I do 
what I get to do for people, I feel I'm completing my life's mission. You know what? I have to tell you, um, and I'm, I'm not surprised that you were able to wrap so well that story. And I'm glad you, you share that because um, when you said you get these jewels or these nuggets throughout your life and they're so vital. However, imagine all the jewels that we missed because yeah. our head wasn't in the right place. Absolutely. But, we, but here, we're not talking about those jewels. We're talking about the ones that are caught, that has propelled you to being right here. And the young lady's name that saw that talent in Jackie you, Connors. Can we toast to Jackie? Let's toast to Jackie. She's one of a kind. She really is. One of a kind. Very successful too, by the way. Um, that was an amazing insight and the fact that she forced you to take action. So, Christina, thank you so much again for sharing everything. Before we go, mm-hmm. all my guests <clears throat> are asked these two questions. Okay. I give them the magic wand. Okay. You have two wishes. Mm-hmm. What are your, what's your two wishes? What's your first wish? Two wishes like uh, anything? I, yeah, uh, I can wish whatever you want. I gave you the first wish. And none of the wishes can be for more wishes. That's the only thing. Oh, you mean like uh, that, what is it, the blue guy? Like the genie? Never had a friend, never had a friend. <laughs> like, not him? Okay. No, this is, this is the genie from Aladdin that can Aladdin. wish you anything you want. Yeah. Wow, okay, Give me your wishes. first wish. And if you want to think about I like that. Like, you're kind of stomped and you're thinking about it. But you yeah. have two wishes. What's your first wish? Uh, I wish that I'll be remembered in a good way, that, that people will think of me and think, you know, she, she did something good for me or she helped me in some way. Okay. And I wish... This is your second wish. My second wish. I wish that whatever is meant for... Whatever it is that I'm supposed to accomplish on this earth, that I actually do it. Because I don't really, I'm not still, as much as I know that I'm, uh, I feel that I'm on the right path, we still don't know. I still have questions. Okay, okay. So I wish that the universe continues to grant me signs that I am doing what I should be doing. So you're, you're, and I'm going to tell you one sign, and it's your quote educate, entertain, entertain and inspire. encourage. Encourage? Yes. Educate, entertain, and encourage. That, I was like, oh. That, that's, that's why you spoke to me, because that's what I do. Educate, entertain, entertain and, and encourage. encourage. This is my life. This Bong. is what I do. Bong. So, like, those three <laughs> words were like, wait, this, this isn't a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe in signs. And that's what that was. Not only did she give two phenomenal answers to that question, but she also ended with a jewel. You don't believe in signs. In coincidences, no. they're always Everything signs. Everything is a sign. Let, let it feel it, because there's a message if you just have to be open to hear, finding it. Christine Piedra, not only has this been a phenomenal and refreshing powwow. Yeah, you. you were fantastic. No, thank you. I try to bring my A game when I'm sitting across from you For know sure. a talent, <laughs> but I um you know and I I'm, I'm so honored because everybody what you just saw and what you heard is you know a very proficient a very powerful force that is able to turn these two left foots into you know an amazing salsa dance and i'm not going to get there so we're going to take a break we're going to wrap we're going to reset up and come back to christina teaching yours truly a couple of salsa move i got my hips yeah. right she's going to put her dancing so shoes lie. on bong sqr <laughs> podcast cole rosenberg christine piedra it's an honor thank you thank you thank you one all right pause I'm gonna get my shoes. Sure.